Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, July 17th, 2020. It's always, always, always I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and the lives of your loved ones. On today, um, you know, it's Friday and we do things a little bit differently. So on today, my desire is to give you a word of encouragement, something for you to meditate on as you go throughout today and on this weekend that will help you grow in your faith, that will help you to get closer to God, spend a little bit more time with him on this weekend so that he can do an internal work in you as he continues to do a collective internal work in all of us, because none of us, none of us have arrived on this morning. Um, God is dealing with me again with the word righteousness. And so I believe that in the time and season we're in with COVID-19, everything that's going on in the world, God is calling each and every one of us to a place of righteousness. In the first on the first week of this month we talked about righteousness as it pertained to the word holy. And what we found is the word holy means that it is a complete devotion as one perfect, one mature in goodness and righteousness. What does it mean to be righteous? Righteousness or righteous means the quality or state of being morally right or justifiable. Not only does the right, not only does a person do the right thing because they're a good person, but they also follow the laws of their religion. Our religion is Christianity. What does it mean to be a Christian? It means to be like Christ. So instead of saying, I want to be like Mike, instead of saying, how we joke around and might say, oh, I want to be like you when I grow up. No, it means that all of those things that we look at in the flesh, we say our desire is to be like Christ. What does it mean to be like Christ? How do we know what it means to be like Christ? We know that because we read his word. We know that because we see the example of how Jesus Christ led his life. He was a forgiving. He was a forgiving giving man. He was a loving man. He also was a man who got angry, but he didn't sin. There was no sin found in him. Well, how do I know God? I mean, how do I know Jesus Christ got angry because he turned over the tables in the temple when the people in the church uh, were using his house for other means. And he said that his house would be called a house of prayer. And he turned those tables over. He was angry, But he sinned not. He was without sin. So our desire is to be like Christ. And that happens through righteousness. By being good people and by keeping God's law. We know that it it is it is easy and it is quite possible to be a good person. But not keep God's law. It is quite possible to be good. And I know it sounds like an oxymoron. How is that so? Because we remember, we have to remember what righteousness means. It's beyond being a good person. It's beyond giving to that charity or, or giving to the poor. It's beyond, um, passing out food. It's beyond calling and checking up on someone. The earth is full of good people. But you can be a good person and still be in sin. So how does that begin to work? Well, 
It's through sanctification because the word sanctification says that being it means to be separated or set apart from sin, set apart from our fleshly desires, set apart from what we want, from what God's want. It is the progressive disconnect in the life of a believer from sin towards righteousness, from sin towards keeping God's law. Give you an example. In my early 20s, I cussed all day a lot. It was nothing for curse for curse words to come out of my mouth. Uh, this one, I was ripping and running with my friends and we were going out to the club and we were doing everything. Just having a, you know, hey, we were living life like it was gold. This was in my early 20s, college student, come home on the weekends. Even when I first came home, living life like it was golden. Okay. Did I think I was a good person? Absolutely. If you talk to anyone, then they would say, Oh, Danita, she's, oh, she's great. She's so nice. Some people probably said I had an attitude. Um, but they would say, you know, she was not, oh, she's nice. She's sweet, blah, 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 all these things. But as I began to grow in the things of God, as my relationship began to develop more with God, is I spent more time in God's presence is I spent more time in his word and the Holy Spirit began to to uh, really take root in my life, not just visit, but take root in my life. There began to be a progressive disconnect in my life from the things I used to do a lot to the things I hardly ever do now or don't do at all. But it is a progressive disconnect in the life of the believer from sin towards keeping God's law. So when we look at the book of Proverbs, and I tell you, if you have some time on this weekend, if you just look through, I'll say start at chapter 10 and just go through verse 12. You will see how many times the word righteous shows up. So let's just go Proverbs uh, 12, 26. A righteous man is cautious in friendships, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. A righteous man, one who is a good person and one who keep God's divine law is cautious in friendships. The spirit of discernment. Why? Because when we read the word of God, we know we need the spirit of discernment to know who we ought to be in relationship with. But see, when a person is wicked and you might say, well, wicked, that's such a hard, harsh term. It's not my term. I'm just telling you what the word says. But the way of the wicked leads them astray. Meaning if you don't know God's law. If you're not rooted in the things of God, if you are not intentional about seeking God, if you're not intentional about developing, having a relationship with God, if you're not intentional about reading his word, knowing what's in his word, then you will get friendships and have people come in your life that will lead you astray, that will lead you away from the things of God. That's why everybody cannot be your friend. That's why sometimes when you meet people, there's something in your spirit that says, "Mm, this is not right. And you never really sometimes connect with the person. Because there's some things spiritually, your spirit man knows that maybe you're not aware of. 
Um, another scripture, and I'm gonna be skipping around. Uh, twelve and uh, I just saw it. twelve and um, twelve and twelve. The wicked desire the plunder of evil men, but the root of the righteous flourishes. So the desire of the righteous, whatever your desire is, God said that he would give you the desires of his heart, that he would give the righteous the desires of their heart. Those who are good and do good and those who keep his laws. You might say, well, you can't get in uh, into heaven by your works. No, you can't. It's not by works alone. But I can show you scripture that will tell you that that your fruit does matter. And if you walking away thinking your fruit doesn't doesn't matter uh, or your fruit doesn't matter and that you can live any old kind of way. um, That's not what the word says. And then in Proverbs chapter 28, it says, I mean, Proverbs 12, 28, it says, whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Those who love God and keep his law will, will thrive, will thrive. So you saying, oh, something's wrong with money. Absolutely not. The Bible says that money answereth all things, but it also says that the love of money is the root of all evil. So whoever loves money and trusts in their money more than they trust in God, it will eventually fall. But the righteous, no matter how much or how little money you have, you still going to thrive. Now you might say, well, well, what do you mean by thrive? That means what God says that he will provide all of your needs according to his riches and glory. You may not have everything you want, But God will make sure you have the things that you need. And then I'm going to close out with this verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. 31. If the righteous receive their due on earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. Righteous. It's serious, y'all. God is calling us to a place of righteousness. It's not enough to go to church. It's not enough to be just in uh, religion and routine. But it's about being in relationship. I'm going to leave you with the analogy that God gave me um, earlier this morning. You know how your kids know when they've done something wrong. And um, because righteousness means to be in good standing with God. So, you know, and I'm on my way out. So if you hear my alarm, it's because I'm walking out the door. I'm, I'm late today, but it's been worth it. But you know how you take your kids out and they do something and they, they're not quite sure if, if you're looking. And so what happens is they they do something and they look at you to see if you're looking at them. And sometimes uh Well, a lot of times you're already watching them because you know they're about to do something. You can tell. That's my garage. I'm sorry. You can tell that they're about to do something by the way they are looking at you. You know they're up to something. You know they're up to no good. 
but yet you watch them anyway. And so what happens is they do that thing, whatever it is they're going to do. And then they look at you to see that, see if you're looking. And sometimes all you have to do is give them a look and then they'll say, oh, I'm sorry, mom, or I'm sorry, dad. And they'll stop. That's how God looks at us. And then instantly they're back in right standing with you. You might say, you know, better than that. But even though they knew they were wrong and you knew they were wrong and you even know what they were going to do, you gave them grace. That's how God gives us is that we he is our father. And a lot of times before we even do something that we know was wrong. God, he already knows what we're thinking. He already knows that we're going to do it even before we do it and we'll do it and then we'll we'll look like okay is god going to strike me down right now uh am i going to die into this am i going to die in this am i going to and what we see is a loving father who looks at us and like you know better than that and we ask for god to forgive us and then we just keep we we keep on moving forward and so i just want to encourage you that again righteousness does not mean that you do everything right or that you're perfect or that we're perfect. But what it means is that we're in good standing with God. And when God gives us the side eye, which is the Holy Spirit that comes to convict us, then we know that we need to get it right. So let's get it right, y'all. Don't We don't have time to play church only to uh, leave this earth. And God says that you were neither uh hot nor were you cold but that you know and he wishes that we were one or the other but because we were lukewarm let's get it right let's love on each other let's love on our families let's pray for our enemies let's bless those that curse us and let's get right with what god says we need to be doing not what man says not what our flesh says not what we want but with but what god wants for us Because whatever we establish doesn't only impact us, but it impacts generations to come. Be blessed and have an awesome weekend. Love you guys. Bye-bye.